Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. I am indeed the Savvy Traveler, and you can listen to podcasts of this show as well as past ones anytime you'd like by visiting RudyMaxa.com. And if you happen to be away from your hometown radio station and would like to listen to the show, uh, well, please feel free to do so at RudyMaxa.com. You can just click on Listen Live uh, Saturday mornings, 10 to noon Eastern. I know many of our stations time shift our shows, so you may be hearing me Saturday afternoon or Sunday wherever you live. But if you'd like to hear it live uh, when it's streaming, that's 10 to noon Eastern at RudyMaxa.com on Saturday mornings. Um, you can also uh, find more details on that special trip I'm inviting you to take with me to France on September 29th. Just click on the Colette Vacations logo at the bottom of the homepage at RudyMaxa.com, and you'll find a day-by-day -day itinerary of that trip through France. Uh, I think it's going to be terrific. we got a whole lot of travel coming up this hour. We're going to find out which 10 states have the worst roads, and then we're going to talk with Justine Shapiro, a former host of the television series Globe Trekker and co-producer of a new documentary called Our Summer in Tehran. It's an account of the time she and her 6-year-old son spent with three Iranian families. Should be very interesting. And everyone knows that hotel concierges know everything. Now one of them tells us everything. His name is Michael Fazio. He's author of a new book called Concierge Confidential. And I'm going to ask him to share some of his secrets about some of the most outrageous requests he's received. That's coming up later this hour. And then we're going to go to talk uh, uh, to Bill Chalmers in Istanbul. You might recall we talked with Bill a few weeks ago uh, just before the start of that race he created called the Global Scavenger Hunt. It's a brutal race. We're going to take a temperature of uh, all the participants with Bill, who's the organizer and, uh, and uh, chief cook and bottle washer on it. As always, i got a deal of the week for you. But first, let's take a quick look at travel news this week. Well, Boeing says it thinks an isolated production error, isolated production error, led to the loss of part of a roof of that Boeing 737-300 jet several weeks ago. That's as opposed to a fundamental design error that might require recalling all similar planes. The National Transportation Safety Board, for its part, found this week that, in, uh, or said in a preliminary report, that the tear area indicated misshapen rivet holes that were also misaligned. That report suggested a manufacturing or other problem, but did not reach a conclusion. Inspections following the April 1st incident of similar planes of the same age, or roughly the same age, didn't turn up any metal fatigue cracks, but the FAA says it didn't see the need for any further actions other than stepped-up inspections. Well, the TSA has deployed 161 behavioral, behavioral indicator officers. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Uh, be behavioral indicator officers at airports in the U.S. In other words, they're monitoring the behavior of passengers, specifically in security lines. This is not a way to figure out how to speed up those lines. No, that would be too much to ask for. These inspectors are looking for nervous behavior that might indicate someone is... Uh, uh, planning to board a plane with ill intentions. They're apparently looking for people behaving arrogantly or who appear too cocky or who complain too loudly about long lines. Now, other security experts, and this amateur's opinion in this matter, uh, say that bad guys try to blend in. 
They, they don't want to exhibit behavior for fe uh, weird behavior for fear of drawing attention. They don't want to yell and scream about long lines or appear arrogant or cocky. But uh, the TSA says, au contraire, that these guys uh, uh, are subject to that kind of behavior. So we'll see. So be, watch, mind your manners when you're in security lines at airports. Don't complain about those long lines. Who knows if a TSA agent might be, uh, undercover TSA agent might be watching your behavior. Um, what states have the worst roads? Well, we can ask Mark Cermak. He and his wife spend about six months of the year traveling from their home in a Cleveland suburb via an RV all over America. And he writes a blog called homeiswherewepark.com. He's compiled a list of what he says are the worst 10 states when it comes to roads. And he joins me uh, today by phone from Ohio. Mark, how are you? Good. How are you? First, let me wish you happy birthday. I understand this weekend's your birthday weekend. Yes, it is. Thank you very much. Well, happy birthday. Now, let's, let's start with your methodology before you reveal the 10 uh, worst states. So how did you determine who had the worst roads? Well, we just took a closer look at the data compiled by others to determine who had the worst roads. Okay. What kind of data were you looking at? Mostly the Department of Transportation, the Federal Highway Administration. And specifically, what do they measure? Uh, poor, poor condition per mileage, uh, deficient and obsolete bridges, fatalities, traffic. All right, so, so a, host, a host fact. of indices, a number of indices, not just one. Yes, right. And you sort of blended it together with your own algorithm, is that correct? So, uh, yes. Nope. All right, well, let's start with the list. Let's start at the bottom and work up to the number one worst state for roads. Uh, go ahead and start with 10 and run through about five of them for me. Ten is Alabama, nine is Kentucky. They both have the worst fatality rate. That's what mm. got them on the list. Ah. Um, now, there was a three-way tie for number eight. That was Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Hawaii. Um, PA was second in the deficient and obsolete bridges. Uh, the New Jersey, because of the turnpike, has miles and miles of poor-conditioned roads. And then Hawaii, I'm not exactly sure what happened there. They don't have the weather to blame, as most of the other states do. But they ended up at number eight. Yeah, that is a strange combination, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and then Hawaii. That is a strange combination. I know the, the Pennsylvania Turnpike has been the butt of jokes on my part for 30 years. I drove it to college for years and uh, wound up writing about for the Washington Post. It is quite a nightmare to drive. Is it? I haven't driven it lately. Is it still? Uh, last time I drove it was a few years ago, and it wasn't very pleasant. Boy, that has been but going on for it, decades. It, uh, there's so much personal opinion. That's one of the great things about this is it took personal opinion out of it. Because I, I'm in Ohio, and personally, my opinion is Ohio roads are the worst. But that's because I'm here, and I drive the most of those. So okay, that, so, that, you, so you didn't factor in your personal opinion on this at all? No. All right, okay. Continue the countdown, now, mon please. Money, money was not brought into it either because, <laughs> you know, you, you could say, say somebody has the best roads because they spend the most money, or you could say they have the worst roads because they spend the most money. Right. You know, that's why they spend the most money. So that couldn't be a factor either. This was fatalities and road conditions and bridges and just just facts. All right, continue the countdown for us as we head to number one. Okay. Number five and number four is Arkansas and West Virginia. They were they led the lists in uh, road fatalities. That's what put them up there. Uh, number three would be Oklahoma. That there's just miles and miles of Route 66 that's in disrepair. Um, number two is North Carolina. They 
ranked bad in just about every indicator. They they were the worst deficient bridges, con congested places. They were in the top ten in just about every category. North Carolina. And, uh, I wouldn't pick North Carolina for congestion. I had some trouble going through Charlotte, and that's the only time I've ever experienced it. All right, so maybe in the in their bigger cities, yeah. So I guess it's possible. Maybe they have uh, more congested areas more, with uh, several not large cities, but medium-sized cities. All right, give us a number one. We got ten seconds left. What's number one, Mark? That would be Louisiana. Oh. And unfortunately, due to the natural disasters, has caused a lot of that. Hey, Bill Cermak, I thank you for joining us. We got to go. You have a Mark, great I'm day. sorry, Mark. I appreciate it. Take care. World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a noise? Yep. Be like the 4 million who switched to GEICO last year, and you too could start saving money. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. AutoZone. Make your tires look better than new with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Nothing complements a great car wash like tires with a deep, glossy, wet-looking shine. And right now at AutoZone, you can get your choice of select Blackmagic products for just $3.99. Easy to use and long-lasting. See store for restrictions and details. Give your tires a better-than-new shine. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. What bothers you most about menopause? Is it the hot flashes? Waking up at night drenched in sweat? How about the mood swings or putting on weight? Tens of thousands of women have turned to Amberin to get relief from their menopause symptoms. Will Amberin work for you too? The only way to find out is to give it a try. That's why we're giving every woman who calls today a complimentary risk-free trial of Amberin with a 30-day supply free. Amberin is all natural, and its safety and effectiveness is backed by published clinical studies. Do you want a life without hot flashes, night sweats, or mood swings? Want to lose weight, sleep great, and have more energy? We've made trying Amberin completely risk-free, and you get a 30-day supply free. All you have to do is make the call to claim your complimentary risk-free trial of Amberin. Call 1-800-220-2730. That's 1-800-220-2730. 1-800-220-2730. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the show. It's uh, 18 minutes after the hour. I'm your genial host, Rudy Maxa. This portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at Colette Vacations. You can join the radio show and me for uh, the 12-day France Magnifique Tour beginning September 29th. Uh, check it out at rudymaxa.com. Go down and scroll down to the bottom of the homepage and uh, click on Colette Vacations and take a look. This is a... Uh, this is a trip that will incorporate everything from great food to great wine to great culture, a little bit of adventure along the way. We're going to start in Paris. We'll wind up in the south of France in Nice. 
Uh, take a side trip to Monte Carlo. Check out Aix-en-Provence. Uh, check out the D-Day sites in Normandy. Um, uh, so it's quite a quite a thorough trip, and we're uh, inviting uh, a, a small group or a medium-sized group of uh, listeners to join me. September 29th, you can find details at RudyMexa.com, or you can call Colette at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. We'll also do the show on the road from uh, France as well, uh, late September. So if uh, you were thinking of always, if you've always wanted to go to France and haven't been, this is a great way to see a good amount of the country uh, efficiently and uh, with, I, I think, a nice group of people, particularly if, if, uh, if the group is made entirely of our listeners. Um, delighted to have uh, uh, Justine Shapiro join us. She is a former Globe Trekker host. You know the Globe Trekker show from public television. And she has produced a feature-length documentary. It's about 88 minutes long called Our Summer in Tehran. Uh, it's about a trip she took with her her then six-year-old son, to Iraq. And uh, uh, Justine, in the previous hour, we had a gentleman on who was talking about sort of the downside, that not tourism and people visiting other countries uh, doesn't necessarily lead to greater understanding of, of cultures. In fact, it can, it can uh, uh, have an opposite effect. You went to Iran for what reason? Well, I went to Iran um, as a mother with my child uh, to meet other mothers and fathers and children and grandparents. Uh, I intended to spend time in people's homes. I wanted to see what living rooms looked like. I wanted to see what people had in their refrigerators, what was hanging on their wall. I just wanted to get a taste of domesticity in Iran. And how did you... How did you set this trip up? I mean, I'm sure you didn't just land uh, at the airport and, and uh, beg for housing or look for friends. Did you have a contact there who could introduce you to families? Sure. Well, whenever you make a documentary film, there's, there's you know, quite a lot of the logistics go, go, in, go into that, just in terms of getting your, your funding together, your crew together. Um, my crew were all Iranians. Um, and really, I was able to make this particular film because of a producer named Marjane Mogimi, who is an Iranian-American who's produced many films in Iran um, and in the United States. And she was truly a bridge in every way uh, between those two cultures. Uh, so she, she went ahead. She went in advance of me. Uh, I was only given uh, a single entry visa, so I couldn't go and cast the film and then go back and shoot the film. And because I am a mother, I couldn't just move to Iran for a year. Uh, so she went ahead of me, and she spent about a uh, couple of months meeting dozens of families and uh, taping them, sending the tapes back to me. We discussed which families we thought would be most interesting for the film. And then I, uh, me and my son, Mateo, uh, went to Iran and uh, worked with those three families, one of whom was a very devout Muslim family um, who, whose hu the husband worked for the Revolutionary Guards, which is the right-wing militia of the government. The other family was a single mom, who's also an actress. And the other family was a very secular, cosmopolitan uh, family who are, who, who, who are raising their son, Daniel, uh, to speak English. So it was a really interesting, diverse group. And there was a lot of humor in the film, and we were looking for that. We were looking for, you know, that kind of sense that we all know of our own families, how crazy it can be when you're with your own family and how funny it can be. And we wanted to capture all of that as well. And these families knew that you were Jewish, obviously, before you arrived. No, the families knew that I was from the United States, ah. uh, but I had asked Marjane not to tell them that I was Jewish because I was, I was really nervous about that, which I find quite interesting given that I've spent a lot of time in Muslim countries. 
Um, I, I, I spent years working in, in, in uh, the Palestinian territories in the refugee camps with my first film, Promises. Uh, and I knew from experience that, you know, Muslims really have no issue with, with, with Jews. We're all people of the book, uh, that really the issues are political. Uh, and, in fact, while we were making the film Promises between 1995 and 2001, you know, before 9-11, the conflict wasn't about Jewish and Muslim. It was really, you know, Israeli-Palestinian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though from my experience, I knew that there should be no issue with the fact that I was Jewish in a Muslim country like Iran, I was still very nervous to tell people that I was Jewish. And in the film, uh, there's a scene in the film where I break it to the very religious mother because she wants me to go with her to um, Iran's most sacred shrine, the Imam Reza Shrine in Mashhad, a city in the north of Iran. And I felt like, oh my gosh, she needs to know that I'm Jewish because once she sees the film and if she sees me in her most sacred shrine and she didn't know that I was Jewish, she might feel that I duped her or I tricked her or that I, you know, she, she might have hard feelings. Um, I've got to tell her. And, and I told her on camera. And uh, at first she didn't understand what I was saying. And she said, are you Protestant or, or Catholic? And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm Yehudi, Yehudi, my mother Yehudi, my father Yehudi. And she said, oh, no problem, no problem. Uh-huh. Islam is for all people of the world. No problem. You are welcome. You are welcome. And that's what I found. You know, once I broke the ice with her, then I was very curious to tell everybody in Iran that I was Jewish, the taxi drivers, the, the salespeople, <laughs> um, the president. There's, there's, well, there's, you, no, there's no issue with, with being Jewish. Right. The, the, largest, the, president, the president's the largest, issue is with Israel, right? The issue is with Israel. The largest right. Jewish population in the Middle East, outside of Israel, is in Iran. Twenty-five to 35,000 Jews live in Iran. Uh, and uh, they're, in fact, one of the oldest cultures living in Iran. They think of themselves, the Jews in Iran, are more Iranian than the Iranians. They're very proud of their Persian, very ancient Persian heritage. So, you know, what's interesting to me, though, Rudy, is, you know, I'm sure, I wonder if this happens to you. You know, we we travel a lot. We have this incredibly privileged job where we're able to travel a lot, and we think it's going to teach us all sorts of things about ourselves and open our minds, and we're going to think past the news headlines, and, you know, we're not going to be subject to all the stereotypes because we've traveled to those countries. And yet, you know, here I've traveled all over the place. I've, as I said, been to many Muslim countries, and I was so brainwashed by the news into believing that being Jewish was going to be an issue for Muslims in Iran, and it wasn't. Fascinating. Did you talk to some Jews who do live there? Did they feel perfectly comfortable? That is a whole other conversation. Ah, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a whole other other subject of, of conversation. Um, I actually wanted to make the film about uh, Jews. Uh, in Tehran, and I was planning actually on including a Jewish family in the film. Um, and there are many synagogues in Tehran, and um, I, I had all the phone numbers and contact information for the leadership of the Jewish community there. There's a, a Jewish member of the parliament there in, in Iran. And as I was about to embark on that, uh, on that part of the journey, um, I was kicked out of the country. Yeah, why, do you know to this day why you were kicked out? Well, I think it's because some of my crew, as I said, my crew were all Iranians. Some of mm-hmm. my crew uh, had made films in the past 
that the uh, intelligence ministry decided to investigate while they were working on my film, and it was just bad timing. Um, and uh, so in the, while they were working with me on my film, they were being questioned by the intelligence ministry. Uh, so they'd show up late to work or they wouldn't come into work one day because uh, they were called in, you know, they, they're called in sort of out of the blue, you, you have to be here tomorrow at 7 o'clock in the morning sort of thing. And uh, they were being questioned about uh, previous work that they had done. Right. So how long did you wind up staying in the country? We just have about 30 seconds left, Justine. Seven. We were there for only seven weeks. We were supposed to have been there for 12. And in a word, what effect did it have on your son? Do you know? Can you, measure, can you tell us? Well, Matteo uh, is very curious about that part of the world. And when he hears the news, uh, he knows that it's not all about victims and war and crisis. I mean, he said, Mommy, Iran is a lot, Tehran's a lot like America. <laughs> and it is in a lot of ways. Now, um, if someone goes to your website, which is Our Summer in Tehran, can they watch a snippet? Uh, they can, I can tell you because I know that. Yep, they can watch a, a snippet of the documentary, and they can also order it, right? Yes, there's a, there's a clip on the homepage, OurSummerInTehran.com. And uh, if they go to our Facebook website, our Facebook site, Our Summer in Tehran, they'll see a wonderful clip we just posted of Matteo talking about his time in Tehran with footage that's not in the film. And the DVD can be ordered, yes. Justine Shapiro, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Rudy. Check out Justine Shapiro's work at Our Summer in Tehran. Fascinating, fascinating. Stick around. We'll be right back to talk about Concierge Confidential. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Can you find anything on the Internet? Well, I'm sure you can, but don't take my word for it. Just ask this talking dog who can only say I love you. Roll the clip. One more time, talking dog. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. We're already getting calls about that website for Justine Shapiro, uh, the woman we just interviewed. It's uh, OurSummerInTehran.com if you'd like more information, or you can go to Facebook and look for Our Summer in Tehran. And while you're on Facebook, go to Rudy Maxa's World and, uh, and uh, join us there. Just got our 800th person, I think, on there, so... Uh, and you can also follow me on Twitter at SavTrav, S-A-V-T-R-A-V, SavTrav. 
Um, Mark Cermak, who was our first guest from homeisweweweparkit.com, uh, uh, we had to sort of hurry him off as the music started, but he wanted to say that in his driving around, he spent six months a year in an RV driving around the United States, he's noticed a lot of road construction, so he thinks things might get better. Uh, Michael Fazio is the author of a book, a new book called uh, Concierge Confidential. It's actually got a, a longer title than that. Um, uh, welcome to the show, uh, uh, Michael. What is the subtitle of your book? I love it. Well, it's, it's Tales from the Man Who Serves Millionaires, Moguls, and Madmen. Indeed. Um, <laughs> I, I have to tell you, Rudy, I'm so intimidated because you are indeed the savvy traveler, so you really know your stuff. Nothing and, ever uh, intimidates. Don't, don't give me this. Nothing ever <laughs> intimidates a concierge, let me tell you. Um, now, uh, Michael, you, uh, you, you work for a company called Abigail Michaels Concierge. What does uh, Abigail Michaels Concierge do in a, in a brief description? Yeah, absolutely. We, we basically took the idea of hotel concierge service and transplanted it in residential and corporate life here in New York. And we service 102 buildings and ironically have now wound up back in the hotel space uh, because the Intercontinental has hired us to be their concierge team on site at the Intercontinental Times Square here in New York. Ah, that's a very nice property there at Times Square. It really is. Really a well. standout, I think. Very well located. All right, have you, have you worked as a hotel concierge prior to this, uh, your company? Rudy, I'm proud to say that I did, and it's actually kind of unusual in the, the kind of private concierge space that you find people that actually come from the desk. You know, I, I, I had the name tag and the keys on me, and um, after eight years, just went off into my own company. When you say you had the keys on you, that meant you were a member of Le Clay d'Or, which is a prestigious group of concierges who have accomplished or studied and, and passed tests. Of, am I correct? You know, yes and no. It, it, in, the, in days past, it, I think it meant a lot more. And sadly, like everything in the service space, you know, people have kind of rested on laurels and haven't stayed current. So, you know, sadly, it, it means that you have keys on your lapel, but sometimes it doesn't mean you know, that you're, that you're still upholding the true concept of what we're there for, which is, you know, we're the yes people, and we are there to serve. And in fact, my book originally, I, my subtitle was Get Served, because I feel like, you know, people, unlike yourself, of course, because you are a savvy traveler, yeah. people don't always know how to get the most out of the service experience. And, you know, so, I'm Let's sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I want to talk to you about that in a minute, Michael, but just give us a couple little tastes of uh, what you've said yes to that we might be surprised about during your career. <laughs> well, I don't know what surprises people because nothing surprises me. I bet. Um, but, you know, just some of the things from the book, I, I talked about a, a man who was, you know, planning a very romantic dinner with his, with his wife and came to me and said, like, you know, what can we do when we get back to the room that would just, you know, be like this magical experience? And he mentioned rose petals. And I thought, you know, that's, that's been done so many times. So we kind of amplified that, and I wound up filling their bathtub with chocolate and lining it with candles and turning it into this whole crazy over-the-top scenario. I don't know if they actually got in the bath, but, you know, he certainly got a, an A for effort from his wife for creating a, a pretty crazy thing. Um, you know, I've flown people around in private jets, you know, helicoptered people to Atlantic City because they didn't want to take a two-hour drive there. Sure. And, you know, front row seats the show sold out why shouldn't they get them you know it's it's basically whatever you want let me let me see what i can do that's that's usually my answer can i go back for a moment to the chocolate bathtub was that melted chocolate in the bathtub or 
Oh, Rudy, you know, it was, it was years ago, and I wasn't quite as polished then, and it, it actually turned out to be kind of a mess because my big idea, you know, Godiva at the time was, was really big, and they had, right. just, they had just launched like a chocolate syrup, and so I thought, wouldn't that be great, oh you know, just, but, you know, do you know how many gallons it takes to fill up a bathtub? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it was liquid. Oh, my God. I like the way rose petals done so many times. Yeah, I'm, I do that every night for my girlfriend, rose petals on the bed. Just customary, standard stuff, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually talk about it in the book because, you know, I, I, I'm a pretty industrious guy. And, you know, in a big hotel, I worked at the Intercontinental, strangely, the, the other Intercontinental of okay. the Barclay. And, um, you know, after a big corporate event, I would always go and, you know, cruise around the event space and look for nice fresh flowers that would have been thrown away Perfect. and I'd take the petals off them and I'd keep them handy because you know listen you want everybody to feel like they have an original idea but rose right. petals on the bed in a hotel it's pretty standard well now we only got about 30 seconds left but I'm going to ask you to stay on after the commercials if you will uh, because I want to talk to you about uh, how a traveler uses a concierge in a smart way will you uh, stay with us through the commercials I am passionate about that question. Okay. Michael Fazio is the author of a new book. It's called Concierge Confidential. Uh, I, if you go to Amazon.com, as I did, you'll see the, the gloves come off and the secrets come out. Tales from the man who serves millionaires, moguls, and madmen. And I think women as well. But uh, we'll talk to him about that in, uh, in uh, just a minute. I'll just keep, I just want to keep you on another minute or two, Michael, and talk about how a consumer or how a traveler uh, uh, should use a concierge and, and approach that. So stick around. We'll be right back with Michael Fazio for another minute or two. You're in Rudy Max's world. It's uh, about 48 minutes after the hour. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Amdro Antblock presents the Household Ant Requiem. If ants invading your home have you shrieking an unpleasant tune, sprinkle Amdro Ant Block around the perimeter of your home to block ants from entering. Ant Block creates a fortress that kills problem ants on the outside so they can't come inside. And that's music to a homeowner's ears. Look for Ant Block and the entire line of Amdro Kills Ants products at amdro.com. AutoZone. Make your tires look better than new with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Nothing compliments a great car wash like tires with a deep, glossy, wet-looking shine. And right now at AutoZone, you can get your choice of select Blackmagic products for just $3.99. Easy to use and long-lasting. See store for restrictions and details. Give your tires a better than new shine. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. What bothers you most about menopause? Is it the hot flashes? Waking up at night drenched in sweat? How about the mood swings or putting on weight? Tens of thousands of women have turned to Amberin to get relief from their menopause symptoms. Will Amberin work for you too? The only way to find out is to give it a try. That's why we're giving every woman who calls today a complimentary risk-free trial of Amberin with a 30-day supply free. Amberin is all natural, and its safety and effectiveness is backed by published clinical studies. Do you want a life without hot flashes, night sweats, or mood swings? Want to lose weight, sleep great, and have more energy? 
We've made trying Amberin completely risk-free, and you get a 30-day supply free. All you have to do is make the call to claim your complimentary risk-free trial of Amberin. Call 1-800-220-2730. That's 1-800-220-2730. 1-800-220-2730. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. Neil from Richmond writes, If you're traveling at the speed of light and you turn your headlights on, what happens? Well, Neil, let me answer your question with a question. If you're travelling at the speed of Geico.com, which is quite close to the speed of light, and you pay your bill online, what happens? You could save time. Lots of time. So there you have it, Neil. Keep those headlights on and that policy updated. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Sam Adams. There's a rhythm to the season, so at Sam Adams, we develop styles of beer to accompany that. We brew Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, Winter Lager, Noble Pills, and right now, there's Summer Ale. Samuel Adams Summer Ale is a flavorful wheat beer. It has a nice spice note and a little lemon zest. It's brewed with a historic brewing spice called Grains of Paradise. But just like summer, Summer Ale won't be around for long. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. Welcome back to the show. If you need your bathtub filled with uh, a Godiva chocolate sauce and surrounded by candles for a romantic evening, Michael Fazio is your man. He's the author of a new book called Concierge Confidential. It's uh, true stories of his... Uh, uh, his experience as a concierge, he is now a partner with a firm called Abigail Michaels Concierge in Manhattan that provides uh, concierges for uh, uh, upscale uh, uh co-ops and condominiums as well as hotels and uh, I want to keep Michael on another minute or two just to just to ask him how does a traveler how, how, what's the smart way to use a concierge well in in my opinion and from my experience I think there are two things that we need to establish first of all just because they're at the desk doesn't necessarily make them the expert so you have to kind of test them a little bit and I always encourage people to call ahead because if you can establish a relationship with one of the team, you kind of get a feel beforehand of, you know, who you're working with. And the other thing I always say is don't call during the dinner hour or in the early morning. You've you got to hit the concierge kind of midday because that's the slowest period when they have the most time to really chat with you. And, you know, things that we hate, we hate the people that come up and say, okay, let me see how good you are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't necessarily like the people that um, flash money around, which is you know, surprising. A lot of people in my experience thought that you know, we could be bought. And, you know, we are really – the concierges that, that really live and breathe the industry, it's not about that. It's really about serving you and, and making you happy. And, you know, more than the tip, we are so excited when you come back from the restaurant and say, wow, that was great. You got me, you know, right on the money. I, you knew exactly where to send me. So I say, you know, don't throw your money around. You can always do it afterwards. And, you know, just approach as though it's, you know, treat them like an expert, but, but you know, with, with a polite air. Hey, Michael, I really thank you for joining us. Nice talking to you. We may have to call on you from time to time for some uh, advice. Anytime. I want to go to, to France with you. 
Okay. <laughs> Michael Fazio's book is called Confiden uh, Concierge Confidential. Check it out on Amazon.com or a local bookstore. Uh, nice to have him. His company is Abigail Michaels Concierge in New York. Let's go to Istanbul and talk with Bill Chalmers, uh, creator of the global scavenger hunt. The, the scavenger hunt is in uh, is actually in uh, uh, in the works right now, and that's why you're in Istanbul. Bill, uh, for those of us, uh, or for listeners who might not have heard uh, you and me talk a couple of weeks ago about the scavenger hunt, give me a two-sentence description of what's going on. <laughs> we're, we're having a travel adventure competition around the world, and we're going to crown the world's greatest travelers based on their skills. And how many days does this last? We are 12 days into, we go 20, 14 days into 23 days. All right, and, and you have uh, teams or individuals, and they have assignments in each city, obviously, to accomplish. That's correct. We started out in Seoul, and then we went to the Philippines, Indonesia. Uh, went from They had to go to, from Java to uh, Denpasar, which is Bali, and we were in Singapore. We were in Mumbai, and now we're in Istanbul. Not bad for 12 days. How, how's the team doing? Anybody flagging? <laughs> You know, no. You know, I usually they do the first couple of days, and they, usually by the third day, I call it the third day syndrome. They get their sea legs underneath them, their travel legs. They realize, boy, we're in this for the long haul. We're going to be traveling for 23 days. It's very exciting, and they figure it out and they get themselves in shape. How many people you got there to corral? Twelve. Okay. Uh, now, are these six couples or individuals? Yes. Yes, there are couples from different parts of North America, a couple from Canada and uh, the United States. Okay, and uh, and are are they accumulating points? Yes, they're doing uh, scavenges, and the the uh, system is basically the harder the scavenge, the more points they can accrue, and uh, the more participatory and more interesting it is, the more points there are for the scavenges. Okay, have uh, anybody not like anybody yet? No, we've. <laughs> you can be honest now, Bill. No, we, I am being really honest. No, we haven't. I, I will say that, and I love Canadians. I'm part Canadian myself, but Canadians never quite understand the competitive nature of Americans. <laughs> and uh, Americans are very competitive, and Canadians are more, you know, uh, okay, we're all in this together kind of thing. And, and that isn't the way the competition works. I see. Uh, so the Canadians are lagging a little behind. <laughs> I'm being polite. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, but right. we're having we're having a great time. Uh, we did we did lose one couple that started out with us. We lost them in Bali. Uh, they loved it so much they decided that they were going to stay there for an extended period, and there was talk that they were actually going to get married on the island. Wow! Unbelievable! Yeah. Unbelievable! Yeah. Hey, Bill. Well, yeah. I appreciate your checking in. Thanks. Have a great rest of the trip. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Bill Chalmers is creator of the Global Scavenger Hunt. He's also, also author of a new book called On the Origin of the Species Homo Touristicus. It's, a, it's basically a timeline of uh, the growth or not growth of tourism. Stick around. Deal of the Week coming up next. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. I got to tell you, we have two major sponsors, Colette Vacations and MedJet.com. MedJet's been with us since the show started. And uh, uh, if you are traveling anywhere more than 150 miles away from home, I hardly recommend a MedJet membership. Uh, 
uh, for medical evacuation. That that uh, it, it has helped me out. I can tell you. If I had longer time, I'd tell you about the time I was thrown off the camel in Uzbekistan. Anyway, check that out. And Colette is offering uh, that France Magnifique tour with me, uh, um, September 29th. Check that out at RudyMaxa.com on the homepage. Just click on the Colette vacation box at the bottom of the homepage. Uh, United Airlines has reinstated. This really irritates me. Has reinstated its fee to claim a frequent flyer ticket if you book fewer than 21 days in advance. You know. Well, let me tell you details, and I'll tell you what I think about this, in case you were wondering. Uh, beginning June 15th, the airline is going to charge you $75 to issue an award ticket if uh, you don't book more than 21 days ahead. Now, elite-level members of United's Frequent Flyer Program won't have to pay that charge. Uh, that, that's a charge that has, has always bothered me because, you know, you call up United or you go online and you want to book a Frequent Flyer ticket. It's a couple keystrokes. It doesn't cost United any more to book you to book a Frequent Flyer seat you know, two days before a flight or 50 days before a flight. In fact, I would think United would like to have you wait as long as possible because if they can sell more seats, you know, I don't know, it makes no sense to me. And I'm sorry to hear that United's reinstating that fee. Now, on the uh, brighter side of the news, uh, they've cut in half two other fees. So instead of paying $150 to change your origin or destination before you use a ticket that you've already bought, It'll only charge you $75 to do that. The same goes if you add or remove a connecting city. Uh, $75 instead of the current, fare, uh, current rate of $150. Those changes also kick in on uh, June 15th. little bad news and some minor good news. Time for the deal of the week. Time for the deal of the week. Cue the sound cue. Cue the sound there, the cash register. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm indebted to uh, Frommers.com, uh, Arthur Frommers' website, or the f one that takes his name anyway, uh, for this one. Uh, they brought to our attention uh, some great North American rail trips for under $25. You know, there is nothing better. If you've got a, a child, uh, there's nothing better than a cool train trip. Um, and you may not want to go cross-country for several days, but uh, there are a number of, of regional, local trips that are some of just short duration that would just thrill a child and the child in you if you're an adult who, who loves trains. For example, um, you can take uh, Amtrak from, uh, uh, this is a little Vermont ride, from Battlesboro to White River Junction. $12 each way, 90-minute ride. Fabulous. Fabulous. You can go from New York City to uh, the antique shops in Cold Spring, New York, for only $14 each way. That's known as the Metro North Hudson Line, and uh, it leaves once an hour, and it goes along the gorgeous part of the Hudson River. So how bad is that? You can just hop on and go up for the day to uh, Cold Spring and do a little antique shopping, have lunch, come back to New York City for $14 each way. You can't take a cab across town for uh, $14 in New York City. Amtrak also has their Adirondack train that goes from Montreal to New York City. Now, the bad news is it's a really slow train because uh, the tracks are mainly used by freight trains, and they haven't upgraded them enough to have passenger trains whisked along. The good news is the scenery's gorgeous, and what's the big rush, you know? For four hours, you can do an overnight trip in the Adirondacks for $24. $24 between Montreal and New York City. Not bad at all. If you happen to live out west, the Mount Rainier, or Mount Rainier uh, scenic train, uh, fares start at $20 each way. It's got a great 14-mile ride. You're being pulled by a 1920s steam locomotive. Uh, you get on in Elba, which is about an hour's drive south of Tacoma. 20 bucks for a, a scenic railway ride uh, uh, along the base of Mount Rainier. Um, what else? You're in Colorado, the Denver to Granby uh, Amtrak uh, 
train. This is uh, aboard the California Zephyr. Now, the California Zephyr does much longer trips, but you can just do a quick Denver to Granby trip for $21 uh, and see the Rockies. Um, again, if you if you got kids, there's nothing more exciting than riding on a train. They're used to planes now. It's the trains that excite them. In West Virginia, you can see the New River Gorge, one of the great Great, great rivers for whitewater rafting and beautifully, uh, beautiful scenic uh, 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 river. Uh, go from Charleston to Hinton, uh, to Hinton, West Virginia, for $23. Not bad at all. So you can go to Amtrak or go to Via, the Canadian Railway, and look for these short, uh, these short runs. You don't have to make a whole day of an overnight trip of it. You don't have to make a several-day trip. Just enough to taste for under $25 each way. Hard to beat that. Um, oh, it's been a great hour. We packed a lot in this hour. Um, uh, delighted to have you join us here at the Savvy Traveler. You can you can get the Savvy Traveler you, at Rudy Max's World with the Savvy Traveler. You can go to RudyMaxsWorld.com and uh, check out my TV series on PBS, or go to RudyMaxa.com for uh, radio information. RudyMaxa.com. You can listen to the show streaming live from 10 a.m. to noon uh, Eastern time any weekend. You can listen to podcasts of this show or past shows if you tuned in in the middle of an interview and want to know more. Uh, uh, wanted to hear more of that person, go to uh, RudyMaxa.com. A podcast of this show should be up by uh, uh, by Monday easily. Um, and uh, you can always write me at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com if you have a guest idea. If you call our number, 800-387-8025, anytime, you can leave me a message. Uh, if you would like me to call you back, tell me what time of day is good to do so, what your name is and what your phone number is. It's amazing the number of people who call me and don't leave me their name and then ask me to call them back. I don't know who to ask for. Uh, anyway, nice to have you here this weekend. I hope you'll join us again next weekend. My thanks go to Jeff Ryder, my engineer, and Anna Schofield, executive producer of this show. And my thanks also go to our stations who uh, carry this show and to our listeners who listen. Hope you'll be back with me next weekend in Rudy Max's World. Have a lovely week. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.